Hello guys and welcome back to or welcome to the How's Your Heart podcast. I am Jess, your host if we have not met already and also welcome to week two of our Bloom series which is all about intentional action to help us bloom in our mind, our body and our soul. Week one reflections, let's go. I feel like I've been feeling pretty good this first week and... I've just been feeling really calm and aligned and I was listening to another podcast earlier this morning and it was all about purpose-driven life and I feel like truly that's what this whole season is about. It's about we've gone through the hibernation, we've found what truly aligns with us, we've done that introspection and we've given ourselves rest and now we're able to use all of the lessons and I guess boundaries that we've created in that hibernation season and we're ready to bloom and to put those into action and since quitting and shifting my career um, in all different ways I truly just feel like the freedom mentally and physically and within my schedule that it has given me is so oh just so aligned and it just feels so good to be working within a purpose to be able to create for this podcast while also serving in the community and yeah it just feels really good and these are the few little things that I've been doing this week to bloom through my mind my body and my soul so for my mind I cleaned my bathroom on Sunday and throughout this week I've started playing jazz music while I get ready in there so I'm doing my makeup and it just feels like I'm in one of those really editorial movies and really just romanticizing that whole thing and it's really nice because it's a little bit of I guess lo-fi is that even how you (laughs) say it just like that really low intensity music it doesn't have words it's just so nice and beautiful for my body I have been having a big breakfast to start the day I feel like we've all gone through that phase of where diet culture really just influences us whether that's with intermittent fasting or just having really 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 small breakfasts and I just know that I thrive when I start my day off with a really nourishing well-rounded breakfast and so having that in my day has just been really good um, for stabilizing myself across the day and then my soul I haven't actually done this one yet, but it is something that I'm planning to do with Lauren, who has been on the podcast before. You guys absolutely love the episodes that we do together, so I'll have to get her back on. But we're going to be creating Pinterest mood boards together and doing our nails and just letting our inner little Barbie girls out and planning and dreaming for the future and this summer coming up and just really excited for that. But Let's dive into today's episode. We have the amazing Victoria on with us today. She is someone who I connected with over Instagram and I'm so glad that I did because her story and how she's gotten to her life today is just so inspirational and you guys will hear about that across the episode. But in a little nutshell, this is Victoria. She went from a full-time employment to deciding to quit that job and travel around the world whilst teaching English online and building her own online business. Her business centers around empowering women to authentically build an impact online business without compromising their values. She believes in a purpose-driven life and uses her faith as a compass as she travels through her 20s. This episode is one that is really comforting and I feel like would just 
anyone in their 20s, even anyone in their 30s or heading into their 20s will really just resonate with this episode. It's a little bit messy and I just think that really reflects the nature of our 20s and it's one that you definitely will want to listen up to. Of course, if you're on a little hot girl walk or in the car, send us your notes, send us your downloads. Um and tag us because Victoria and I would just love to hear what you got from this episode. And of course, keep up with your mind, body, soul blooming. I'm excited to see what you guys venture through the next few weeks of this little series. But apart from that, let's welcome Victoria to the mic. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello. Welcome. (laughs) Of course. It's so, so great to have you here. Um, it's also just so good to connect with you and to be able to have this opportunity, thank you to the internet, that we are able to connect even though we are so far apart in terms of time zones and location and everything. Um, I guess I just wanted to check in first and foremost, like how is your heart going today and what's been going on for you? Mm, Yeah, thank you for asking actually. I guess it's not often that people kind of ask each other that question. So yeah, no, I'm I'm in a good place. I um I know we're gonna get into it lots on the podcast today, but I just had my birthday last week and it's kind of like my last year of my twenties. So it it's been a it's been a a really nice week and nice time, but also I don't know, working through a little bit of how that feels. Um I guess in terms of you know, where you want to be at, where you think you should be at, and then also just kind of like dropping that expectation. Um, So, but it's been really good. And I can't complain because I live in a beautiful part of the world. It's summer here. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling really good. Yeah. How about you? I'm feeling good. I also had my birthday in August and I'm not sure if it's something to do with the stars or just the fact that we are living in this world right now, but I feel like August has just been a crazy month, birthday Mm. and all. I'm not sure if you can agree with that, Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely get the identity shifts and just like kind of realizing that oh yeah like life just keeps going and I will turn a year older in a year from now and you know time just keeps on ticking and I feel like there's so much pressure and anxiety that can come along with that but um I'm also so grateful that birthdays are also a time for celebration as well and to be surrounded by family you told me that your dad just was here so that was really good um that you're able to celebrate with them and yeah it's it's been a crazy month but a lot of shifts but in a good way (laughs) yeah I think that's it though I think that as you do like it feels a bit intimidating and scary that you do like the inevitable is that you turn a year older but also it's like it is I think it just kind of challenges us to reflect on like where we where we are and I guess where we do want to be a year from now. You know what I mean? Just in our own sort of personal like circumstance, like it just gives you a chance to reflect like, you know, a year from now, do I still want to feel this way or do I still want to be doing this thing I'm doing or, you know, do I want to challenge myself a little bit more? And I think I think it kind of allows that space for you to really like just reflect. Yeah. Um because I know since 
like I've been 23 to 29, like every year, no year has been the same, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had a therapy session this afternoon, actually, and I have it every two weeks. Now I used to have it every week, but now I have it every two weeks. And over the past few weeks, I've sat down and be like, okay, so much has happened. Like strap yourself in. I'm, and she's like, I feel like you tell me this every two weeks. I'm like, I do. Like, honestly, so much happens within the span of two weeks. And she's like, that is the essence of your twenties. Like you have so much hormones, so much shifting inside of you, so much rediscovering and discovering of yourself that's going on. If you were just to waste it and do boring stuff, the whole of your twenties, like your thirties and your forties are going to like kind of look the same. This is the time for change and shifts. For sure. Like your twenties is definitely that, that, that decade of like not settling. And I think that's something I only learned like a little bit later on. Um, But it, it is so true though. Like don't just don't settle for something that kind of just, gives you like the mediocre life like if it's because if it's not sort of like making you feel alive now and that can be anything it can be relationships career education fitness health spirituality whatever that is like if that's not doing it for you now like it's not going to do it for you in like the next decade and then like it's it's now I think is where you can really sort of like try new things and find yeah I guess as you mentioned like your identity and um just challenge the norm a little bit you know what I mean yeah be a bit adventurous and a bit curious about it I'm excited but also so daunting I think with time and with birthdays time Mm. kind of makes it seem as though it's out of our control because it's constantly ticking over but Mm -hmm. like you said before when we turn another year older and if we are doing those reflections the power is returned back to us once we make the goals and once we set the goals because time will continue to tick over, yes, but Mm. we're in control of our actions and our behaviours and our habits Mm. and um, where we set that worth, which is what we're going to be talking about today, and I'm so excited for it, especially it's just like all about the 20s and all about our adventures and whatnot amongst our 20s I'm 21 you're 29 so two different ends of the spectrum but I feel like as a 20s as a collective this experience is like pretty common no matter where you sit in the continuum um yeah but let's talk about the iteration and like creation of this concept for the episode because when I first reached out to you to record for season five we had this idea of having an episode about rest and play and self-awareness, but as we like had a bit more of a conversation, it really transformed and iterated into this episode, which will be all about like self-confidence and identity shifts and storytelling and even bits about our careers and how that shifted and changes across our twenties. And I'm, I'm just so sure about, the reflection that we both had when we were creating this concept that Mm. it's so clear to see that at the beginning of your 20s or even like at the beginning of your life when you think about your 20s you probably picture it in a particular way I know for myself I thought at 23 
I'd be getting married at 24, I'd have a kid, and at 25, I'd have another kid. I'd have another kid. And honestly, I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the way it's going to happen. Um, yeah. well, I hope it's not the way it's going to happen because I just feel like there's so much adventuring that I still want to do before all of that kind of stuff happens. But mm. um, I loved how even the creation of this moment in time when we get to chat to each other mirrors this whole experience of rediscovering ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree I feel like that first that first conversation we had that first like zoom we had um that was like a podcast in itself for me like I kind (laughs) of I was like wow like I yeah as you said we kind of went in with one theme and kind of came out with another and a little bit extra and like um but I think it's because, you know, again, there's there's not often we can have conversations with people where we can kind of like get a little bit deep and, and have those types of conversations and um, be asked sort of like thought provoking questions. Um, you know, I, I find that sometimes like when we're around the people we've been around our whole lives, um, like you don't really, I mean, I don't know about you, but like, I know with my family, like I don't really have those conversations as much um, because the conversations have always kind of just been directed to like, what are you doing for career or like, or what's happening here? And it's never really like a little bit deeper as to like, oh, how does that make you feel? Or So I think, um, yeah, like when we first got on the call and we were going to talk about like rest and then we realized actually, I think we need to share our story a little bit because so many people will probably be able to relate to that, right? Or are navigating that right now. Yeah. Absolutely. And I completely connect with that whole not really talking too much extra (laughs) with people who you're familiar with. Um, I'm so blessed that in my family, like that's kind of, we do kind of have those deeper conversations, but even around older friends, like it just kind of is the check-in and it can kind of feel very surface level. And I think there is a time and place for that, absolutely. But it's also good to sprinkle in conversations like this where we are just getting really deep and, you know, just taking our time with it. Um, yeah, I guess let's get straight on into it. Um, have you got a story from your 20s that kind of signified a new chapter or a new iteration of you and helped you bloom or helped you at least in that trajectory? Um, yeah, so I think it would be like just honestly that chapter where you kind of, um, like are coming to like the end of finishing uni for me I think like our culture like so I'm from the UK and like the British like culture is very much yeah you go to school go to college go to uni and you don't really sort of challenge that belief system um because it's what you've seen everyone around you do brothers sisters family like it's just a part of our culture I would say and so I kind of went to uni um studied psychology got my degree but I never really went with the intention of like this is going to give me my career I feel like even back then I was just like even though I love to learn new things and I am like quite academic like I do like to learn 
I just didn't feel like this would be like my path and my career. It just never, it just never appealed to me. Um, and so I, I like, I went and I did the degree and like I had fun throughout the process. And then when I finished uni, I like moved back with my parents and I was kind of like, well, what do you do now? Like, what do people do now? Um, you know, you're 20, what, you're 21. Um, and, you know, your parents' point of view is like, well, you know, you sort of either do a master's or you just go out and get into the workforce. Um, and I think this is, this is like preconception, I just want to say as well, that people may think that people in their 20s right now, like, don't want to work. And I know that that's maybe what some of the older generations think. But like, <clears throat> I think it's just we're perhaps the first generation that's like challenging a little bit about what we want to do. Like, I think we're actually very passionate, as you mentioned before, like devoted people. Um, and we don't just want to like settle for a career. And it's not judging anyone for doing that. It's just that our opportunities right now are like far greater than what they were years and years ago. And I think we're the generation that's kind of like exploring that a little bit more. Um, yeah. But I think it can come off that we just don't want to do hard work. Um, and yeah, so then I, you know, I did, I packed my, I like packed all my bags and I got a, started applying for jobs. I got a job in London, um, which is not where I'm from. So I, I moved mm -hmm. by myself to like the capital city um, I moved into like a house with nine other complete strangers. Oh um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And, um, just went like straight into, into work. It was like a very academic job, like, um, very like high, high sort of like intense environment on paper, great job, great salary living in the city, you know, blah, blah, blah. But after about six months, um I was just like what was I 22 and I was just like burnt out like my parents noticed I just wasn't like my myself anymore like um didn't really have too many friends to be honest found it quite hard to like make friends there um and I just thought like this is surely I'm not supposed to feel like this at at this age um and at the time like I saw my sister was traveling and um like just sort of seemed to be like we were living two different lives and I really had this pull um like on my heart that that's what I want to do and if I don't if I don't go and do that now like I really don't think I'll I'll do it yeah. so I'd say that was probably that pivotal like turning point as you just mentioned yeah mm -hmm. for me yeah. wow okay so many questions first and foremost yeah. <laughs> How was it like living with nine other people? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't really like, I mean, now I look back on it and I think, wow, that's pretty intense and a bit, I guess, risky also. But I think perhaps just coming from like uni where kind of sharing a house was the the norm. Um, and yeah, I, did, I, did, I don't think I overthought it too much. Um <laughs> Yeah, like the the house that I moved into and the area that I was living in was like really, really nice, a uh, very like family area. So I thought maybe that will reflect the people that I live with, I hope. Yeah. Um, and I was fortunate that, yeah, my housemates were all um, 
they were all just, you know, on that career path as well. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine, but it was still lonely though, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine. Like I moved away from my hometown too and away from my family and I live in show accommodation now, which like your experience pretty much like great and like pretty fine and fair and um there is that sense of loneliness I feel like if you don't have that established community and that like set of friends and reaching out to find that community and find that friendship is so challenging um especially when you have like a whole bunch of work (laughs) to do and to be in that nine to five I've heard a lot of conversation about like from the older generations that people of our age are just not wanting to put in the work anymore and I think there are so many complex additions to that conversation um like even from a personal level and adding in like the fact that we all went through COVID right when we were a like getting out of school or be like within our uni degrees and realizing how quickly that school, uni, work, children <laughs> lifespan can just be completely shifted with a virus. And um, just having access to the internet and knowing that there is potential to be out of work from wherever, it, I think it's just really set our standards for the way we work and wanting to work in a way that aligns with us and works for us and with us rather than like feeling like we're kind of hitting our head against a wall every time we go to work. I'm so glad that I'm a part of the generation for that. I don't know mm. about you, but I really yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. As we spoke about, like even in our first conversation, we're just – um. I think perhaps we're just the the generation that sort of actively searching for their identity or how they can like not just exist um, and actually create some type of impact maybe or um, just do something that sort of like stretches our ability to be able to like serve people more or be a little bit kinder or just have that like helping nature about us. Um, Cause I think, yeah, when we just sort of settle, which I feel like is the the word I'm using a lot, it just keeps yeah. like coming up. But what I'm trying to say is, is if like, if that's not what you know is, is right for you, it's going to be really hard to make the two like align and work together. Like if you, I, I keep going back to career cause I guess that's like the most common theme for me over the years but if you're in a career or a job where like you go you do the work you get paid and you go home like but then your soul and who you are your spirit is like this complete like the gifts you have are the complete opposite or you struggle to fit into your workplace or you just feel like you know gosh it just there's got to be more to this if those two I think don't, can't come together it's going to just be really difficult to to keep traveling down that road um and I think that you're right like our generation has tried that or is trying that and just sort of setting new standards and just sort of thinking like well mm-hmm. um like the gifts that I have how can I apply them to the world 
um, in a different way, I guess. Absolutely. Wow. Hit the nail on the head. I love that. <laughs> um, put that on a T-shirt. That's been my saying of this week. <laughs> put that on a T-shirt. It's <laughs> just like yeah. preach, preach to the choir. Um, I'd love to dive deeper into I guess your final few weeks or like the lead up into that decision to leave your corporate job and to start I guess following your soul's desires and to go traveling um and like I guess what did that look like and feel like for you Mm. yeah so I don't like when I reflect upon it now like I definitely was quite a like a fearless person, I guess. Um, Maybe that's just like the young spirit. But I honestly, like I mentioned about the sharing the house, like I don't think I overthought it too much because I knew, I know what the mind can do and it can, it can tell you all the reasons not to do something. Um, And yeah, we just talk ourselves out of doing a bunch of things we want to do. So um, I'd say that when I, I handed my notice in, it was in the winter time. So if you've ever experienced a winter in the UK, you know that it's just, it's pretty challenging in itself. Mm. But I just thought to myself, like having, like the way that I feel about how I go to work and sort of, I feel like I was living two different personality types. Um, The person that you show up to at the job isn't like really who you are outside of the job. So I kind of thought to myself, well, I don't really want to go into another winter also feeling kind of the way I feel right now. Um, so I just made, spoke with my parents. I'm thank like thankful that they support seriously, like whatever I, I do want to do. Um, and just sort of said to them, I, you know, I'm going to hand in my notice and um, I want to, I want to start traveling. Um, And they just sort of said to me, well, that's like, absolutely, you can do that. But like, you just need a little bit of a like, where are you going? Like, what are you going to do? And at this point, I also didn't really know. I just knew once I decided that I was going to hand in my notice, which I think I had to work a month, a month, a month in hand. um, I knew that that gave me enough time to figure out, okay, where do I want to go? Um, And intuitively, I think I always knew that was going to happen because every month I'd been saving like quite a large chunk, like of my income, just on the off chance (laughs) something might happen. Just in case your soul was like, we need to go, we need to get out of here. Yeah, so um, yeah, I would say it was at, at that point once the notice had been handed in, I then actually felt like super light um yeah just I think just because then I knew like as you kind of mentioned with your experience right now like the chapter was closing and you just sort of just knew deep down that like okay this is this is exciting actually you know it's not yeah Oh my gosh. I love that feeling. Like we talked about it before we got on the podcast and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows if they listen to episode one of season five, but I, when I quit my fitness job, I was sad about the fact that I'd no longer be a fitness coach because I really tied my identity to that. 
and I didn't realize until I left. But up until like the in the last few moments of before I handed in my resignation, I was just like, this is such an intuitive, well thought out, but also really spontaneous choice. And I rang my friend and I said, is this an irrational choice right now? (laughs) Am I like making a dumb decision? And she was like, it is a really spontaneous and really quick decision and kind of like out of the blue. But I think it's really rational because it's in line with what you want for your future and what feels good for you. And just trusting that when one door closes, another door opens and that the chapters will just continue to keep coming as long as you're open to the opportunity of new ones forming. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is so true though. Like I think we just, um, I think we've just maybe grown up in a, you know, in a world that kind of like, we do, we often do things that feeds more fear instead of like feeding more faith. Um, and yeah, I think that we're often around people like that in environments and cultures that, you know, fear is what we focus on rather than actually this could all work out. And I think that the people who we, we um, were inspired by, like, it's not that we want to be them because we're our own person, but we know that in order for, for those people we look up to to be where they are, they will have had to have also, like, you know, ended an old career or ended an old situation, changed their environment in order to, yeah, like, bloom, I guess, and, and yeah. change that <laughs> change that chapter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Taking risks. It's so scary. But I think even bring it back to, like, being in our 20s, it is the time to take risks um obviously well thought out risks (laughs) and risks that aren't going to put you in unsafe situations but at the same time I think because we have grown up in a society that values safety and values like reassurance um it can keep us quite small and and Fortunately, maybe for not unfortunately, fortunately for us in this generation, and I'm so grateful for it, <laughs> we have such big souls and souls with such big dreams. And I'm mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see your friends and people of our age going after it and just saying, you know what? The world is now boiling. <laughs> we may as well just do it just give it a go and um as Australians like to put it fuck around and find out (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it is it's it's true and I think that um where I'm at now like as you progress like through like your 20s like I wouldn't change a single thing about my 20s at all but um like you definitely like you definitely do need to use those like years for things like like for things to go wrong like you know what I mean like try just try something new and like actually like if it goes wrong it's generally like it can be a positive thing as well because it means that like 
it's going, it's, it's getting you closer to the thing that is right for you. Um, like, and I'm learning that now with like starting a business, like there are so many things that are going right, but also things that are not going right that I'm not getting discouraged by. And I'm not second guessing like myself or my decisions. I'm just like, these little things like have to, it, it, it like, it just doesn't, it shouldn't be perfect, you know, because then we like, we'll never, we'll le- never learn anything. And also like, we'll never be able to teach others like yeah. the lessons, like the lessons that have gone wrong and how we like, how you build resilience, like towards that. So um I just, I feel like, People don't want to mess up in their 20s. I mean, some do. There are definitely some carefree spirits out there that are just Mm -hmm. like, and I love that. Um, But for some people, they need a little bit more encouragement from people that it's okay, like, to use these years for just, like, that play almost. Like, Mm. um, yeah, because you definitely will get to the end of those years very quickly. And then, like you know, then the only option is, is you enter the next decade and you're still kind of on the fence about things. So um, I think it's just taking, it's just taking action, just taking action, (laughs) messy action. Messy action, inspired action. It reminds me of this thing that keeps coming up in my life about you need to kiss a few toads to find your frog. And whether that like resonates with someone about dating or finding a new job. I feel like I've gone through so many jobs in my twenties and for the longest time I felt so guilty for the fact that I didn't hold a job for longer than a year. And at first I was like thinking, Oh gosh, it's just because I can't stay committed to something for longer than a year And I got really down about it because I'm like, oh, it's going to reflect on, you know, how I am at uni or how I am in my relationships, how I am about anything in my life. I won't be able to stay in it for longer than a year. But then taking the meaning away from the actual fact, like the meaning I made the story have, the story was that like the facts were I chose to leave jobs throughout my teenage years and in my early 20s within a year because they weren't the right job for me but the meaning that I made that have was that I couldn't stay committed and that I was no not going to hold a job for ages and people weren't going to hire me because I didn't stay in jobs for long enough but Mm -hmm. taking a step back and realizing that it's actually really beneficial to go to different jobs throughout your early years of being I don't know, a, hospi- a hospitality worker or whatever your first few jobs are it's really good to hop around because I know for myself that I'm going to be a business owner one day or I'm going to be a leader of some people in some way I don't know how but I've just always known that's going to be what my job is and I have seen throughout all of those workplaces how the bosses treat their employees, the effect that has on the workers, the effect that has on the workplace. And I just know that every single job that I've gone to and I have left, I have learned something from. And I think that is 
really what we're trying to get at here is that throughout your 20s, when you are going through those iterations, when you are just trying to navigate whatever path you take, it's all about finding what aligns with your soul and learning from the people around you and learning from your environments and how you interact with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. It's just, um, and I think it can like, as we mentioned before, like if you don't have people around you that are also like challenging the norm and and finding their own path and and wanting to actually like start the journey of finding their identity because I think on our first call we spoke about that and how like once you've kind of committed to that sort of like self-discovery and this sort of personal development journey um once you've committed like you're kind of you're kind of on that journey you know what I mean you'll find that like you may lose a lot of people along the way and you may find that actually it becomes for a few years quite a lonely journey, um, especially because people may not understand the business you want to start or the career you want to try and pursue. And you're also trying to honor your own boundaries, not having to explain yourself like, you know, th- like this is this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. Like we shouldn't have to justify or explain to anyone why we want to do something so yeah I think it's um as much as it as as it's an exciting time it's it can also be uh, I can see why people feel like the opposite of that and just staying where we are is more like comfortable and safe as you mentioned because like we've kind of been raised in a society that as you said values sort of like safety over um like exploration, you know what I mean? When you talked about um, not having to explain yourself and justify yourself, I feel like it is the first time in our lives once we start on this journey that we really have to learn what boundaries are and learn how to put them into place, especially boundaries in terms of self-worth. And yeah, I found this for myself throughout these very few years of being in my 20s, having to be confident and set boundaries on what you're worth without fully knowing your identity and who you really are. It's like someone saying, okay, I have an item. I'm wanting to sell it. How much do you think it's worth? And you're kind of guessing, well, what is the item? What does it look like? What does it? What did we use it for? What is it good at? Um, is it a new model? And you're just, you just have to kind of be confident and like trust in the knowledge you already have about yourself to place a value, yeah. to set the boundary, and to be like, no, this is what I deserve. And hopefully, people have others around them that enforce that you are worthy and inherently worthy of love and abundance because you're born on this earth but if you don't have that growing up you have to set that by yourself without actually knowing (laughs) who you are and just trusting that maybe you do need to leave that leave that workplace because they aren't treating you fairly maybe you do need to leave that relationship maybe you do need to leave the status quo path or maybe you don't Mm -hmm. but Mm. like that inherent trust in like what you're worth without actually knowing who you are (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. And it's like, I think um, something that came up when you were speaking about that then for me was just about like that community, community aspect. Like for me, like being in a, like being in that traditional path, like the people that I worked with, like, again, no judgment for anyone who follows that path because chances are that most people do, but I just never um, found that like that type of environment really allowed the space for like community. Um, And only now am I understanding like what like real community feels like and like even, you know, us connecting through having a shared value for how we live our life and, um, you know, different things like that. Like that, I feel like you don't have those connections when you just sort of show up to work and get the get the job done and and go home like there isn't room and I think especially us as women you know like we we do have that inherent nurture element within us so it is important for us to actually like feel um like supported within a community which yeah in your 20s like when you are feeling a little bit lonely on a journey and like it's something I struggle with is friendship you know what I mean and I think it's because I can be so focused for what I want for life and do have these values and standards that you know I struggle a little bit to kind of cultivate that sense of community until like now until now this chapter I'm stepping in with starting my business and having a mentor and having a coach and having community like that all feels very new and I I've realized it's it's like necessary to have the right environment for you to bloom literally like is you know it's sometimes it's just the wrong like you're just not in the right soil (laughs) you need to change the soil right not the flower yeah yes yeah what was that quote again you um when a flower doesn't bloom you blame the environment not the flower is that right yeah 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 when you said about value-based living I it really brought up for me that whole being intentional and being really purposeful with your actions. And I'm always tossing up in between my head what is more important. Is it intention or is it impact? And I think both of them really just go hand in hand. I think that's like my final decision. They both just go hand in hand, right? And for me, I also value community so much because there was a period of my life where I just didn't have any community. And then you really just value it once it comes back, once you finally realize what it is to like have that beautiful space we call community. Even now, I sometimes find myself slipping back into, I guess, habits or not being as intentional with my time like I used to be prior to this sense of newfound community that I have. And so for me, what that looks like is not calling my mom (laughs) for like three days at a time or like not responding to her texts or being really distant with my friends. Or like you said, like sometimes I just am not the best friend that I could be because I'm so caught up with my own stuff. Um, But like you said, value-based living, the reason why we've connected today is because we have this shared value and we're willing to put it out into the world. And my value of connect, of community is really so that I do need to contact my mom 
And it is really important for me to like be intentional with that. And even when I am not feeling good showing up messily and imperfectly to give her a call and check in and see how she's going. That is an intention that I'm willing to make because the impact is beneficial for both parties and really just impacts how I live my life. Right. Same thing with my friends. Like even when I don't feel too good or I don't have the time and space, intentionally setting aside three seconds to send them like a pink love heart just so that they know that I am thinking of them. That intention there, the impact is that they know that I'm thinking of them. It probably brightens their day. And also it makes me feel like, okay, I have a whole bunch of people around me that I love and adore and they know that I love and adore them. Yeah. It's like such a beautiful relationship. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I think that ties it, it ties back into um what we were speaking about in the beginning about like our generation sort of I mean and I think technically we're in different generations, but I feel like our just in the last few years, like people who are creating this change, this kind of like wave that's happening. Um, I do think it actually has happened since COVID to be fair, like since that whole period, I think is when people started to like um, Mm reevaluate the direction of their life and what they stand for, what they don't stand for anymore. Thank goodness too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, I think it just all, like it all ties back in with, yeah, this like value-based living and, if I don't know, like if it's really hard to put into words, like right. take your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's you. I think we are the generation, or were the people in this time right now that want to. I don't know about you. I can't speak for everyone, but I want to create something that first, like the first priority is that it can positively impact other people. And then because it's like this saying, it's quite biblical because that's kind of like with my my faith, um, it's like sowing and reaping. So there's like a lot of scripture that sort of speaks about like if you, if you sow, you will reap uh, like a harvest. So like the person who like plants and sows the seeds never worries about like what will be produced because it's inevitable something will be produced from that harvest. So same applies like just in life in relationships in business career um if you just focus on like what you're sowing and make that positive and um ethical and value based then like the what you will reap will be so fruitful like you don't actually have to worry about what you're going to reap in that sense so i think that's like where my focus to shift in terms of like value based living is like Even how I show up on social media, for example, social media can be really easy to like glorify your own ego and make your page about you. And like, um, it is a space where people can come and learn about who you are. But like, I just, I just notice very quickly how is it about you and your ego and like what you have and like glorifying your life a little bit or are you actually like in service of helping other people? Um, I think that's like a huge shift. Kind of went off on a tangent there, but. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved it so much. I think 
we are we are all gardeners, right? Also, I saw this quote. Okay, I'm going to share it with you. Be prepared to tear up because <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, I actually might just cry. Okay, the quote is, it was a Pinterest quote. We're all just walking each other home. Mm. Like, yeah. My heart fun. just ripped yeah. from my chest. We are mm. all just walking each other home and we are all little gardeners sowing the seeds in our life. Mm. And I think everyone has a vision for their life and everyone has a purpose. I think everyone has a purpose. Absolutely. I believe that. And when you get in tune with that purpose or like even in tune with just what your soul wants, those seeds that you sow as you're walking other people home will one attract you to such beautiful people um, that you can walk home and walk alongside of, but also it'll just like pop up little flowers along your path um, that just, it's all about just like having a fruitful life. Wow, yeah. this blossoming metaphor has really just gone great, hasn't it? <laughs> but honestly, yeah, yeah. it yeah. really has. What you nurture will bloom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But be intentional with what you nurture because mm-hmm. that is what will bloom. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, if if what you are, like, if it, metaphorically, if what you are sowing is from a good place and from a place where, like, you don't, it's not all about your own personal gain and personal satisfaction, then that will, that will, reap a harvest like for years and years and years and years like I think it ties back into that in your 20s like laying those foundations right because I know most of us right we want to get into our 30s and our 40s and later life and like do we want to be stressed about like jobs and income and whether we can do this and that and can we you know do we have money for this like no like that's why I think so many of us now are waking up to the fact that, wow, okay, like I can use this period of my life right now to try things for things to not work out, for then things to work out and then not. And like you can do all that now knowing that by the end of that that decade and that chapter for you, like you're going to be in such a stronger position than had you have not started anything right so um yeah like just keep sowing sowing those seeds with intention as you said and just don't worry about what will come of it I think it's like letting go of like we want to control everything at the same time right so we want to like sow the seeds and then we want to control the environment like 100% of the time so we're also trying to control like the weather so to speak like the conditions of where we've planted those seeds but like got like God's creation like it just doesn't work like that just like let go of that control (laughs) yeah yeah I think we've really nailed it on the head have you got anything else to add yeah no honestly I don't I don't think so I think we've just um yeah I feel like everything that was on our heart just sort of we shared then so and how about you yeah that's (laughs) all that we need here just sharing from the heart sharing from personal experience and oh that feels so nice like I just truly feel like 
that whole conversation is just like a big warm hug to all of our 20-somethings to be like, if you have dreams, go for them. (laughs) If you just want to follow whatever path most aligns for you, go for it. Mm -hmm. You're currently worthy regardless. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was so good to have a second little conversation with you and to have your knowledge and experience here at How's Your Heart. And I'm just so blessed to be able to connect with you. And thank you, Internet, for working and (laughs) all of this fun stuff because, yeah, it's just really cool to expand How's Your Heart into other parts of the world, other parts, pockets of this globe and also just to share other people's stories so thank you so much Uh, no thank you for having me like I feel honored to be to be on here and speak and um I feel like it's many more to come to be fair I feel like we've only just scratched the surface (laughs) absolutely yeah and now it's like it's beautiful how our friendship has like come from just that initial reaching out and that initial connection is now like a friendship has has happened and um yeah I feel like we've got so much more to talk about in the future I'm so excited well thank you so much I'm heading off to bed now you're heading into your day and just have the best day (laughs) so much yeah great to chat chat. thank you so much for hanging out today it is always a pleasure to be able to open up this conversation about mental health and the human experience How's Your Heart, the podcast was created as a place for sharing from the heart. And because of this, it does not cover a professional or medical scope. And the concepts and tools discussed by myself and our beloved guests should not be taken as medical advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health, reach out to a medical professional or call Lifeline on 13 11 14.